Do you struggle to find your voice in a noisy world? Do you feel your voice lacks confidence and energy to accurately communicate your thoughts, ideas, and passions? Do you wish there was an easy way to give your voice what it needs to captivate your audience every time? My name is Clay Collins, and like you, I struggled with these issues for years. But I found a blueprint that can help you change the way you think about your voice and therefore the way your voice comes across to others. Welcome to the My Voice Mentor Podcast. What is the number one thing you want to achieve with your voice? Are you a public speaker? Are you a singer? What is the number one thing that you want to do to accomplish every time you get up in front of an audience, a congregation, whatever the case may be? What is the number one thing that you want to accomplish? I want you to come up with one word to answer that question. Write it down if you can. I want you to think about it. And then we're going to talk about that today. But first, do you want to improve your voice? Because if so, I prepared a five-day vocal boot camp that's going to give you a huge leg forward in improving the quality of your voice, the impact of your voice, the range, whatever the case may be. I want you to take advantage of that. And all you got to do is go to myvoicementor.com forward slash bootcamp in order to get started. I look forward to seeing you on the other side so that I can begin to help you with your vocal journey today. So don't delay, get in on that right away. So let's talk about, let's talk about this because the answer that we have to that question that I asked earlier is going to drive how we invest in our voice and ultimately the way we approach ourselves and others when we go to present to them. And the thing that I see singers or speakers like myself struggle with again and again is this battle between impressing the audience or imparting something to the audience. If we're honest, we fall into the ditch of really wanting to impress our audience, wanting to have that wow factor or that ing factor, just to really just impress them with our voice. I think that's the tendency for most people. And most of us, regardless of how good you think or don't think your voice is, most people that I work with, when you uncover everything, don't really feel like they have that great of a voice. It's, it blows my mind, and it might blow your mind. You might listen to a singer and go, that is the most amazing singer ever. But if you, most of the time, if you ask them, do you, have, do you like your voice or do you find your voice to be impressive? Most people would say, eh, eh. I have worked with students that when they open their mouth, people's jaw drops. But then I would ask them, do you, do you think you have a good voice? And usually they're like, eh, meh. And I'm like, are you kidding? So the thing is, most of us intrinsically don't believe we have that great of a voice. And so what we tend to do is add a bunch of extra, add a bunch of stuff to try to add value to our voice. And I want to try to encourage you to not get caught up in that trap. Because while we think the audience wants to be impressed, and while they might even communicate how impressive we are, that's not actually what they want or what they need. Yes, it's true. People love when the circus comes to town. But a little bit of the circus goes a long way. And at some point, you get tired of the acrobatics. I mean, it's true. 
When was the last time you went to the circus? Maybe when you were a kid, you loved it. You loved all this stuff, but you get tired of it. I remember going to see Cirque du Soleil years ago, and it was an incredible experience. I loved it. But I am not compelled to ever do it again. Like, I did that. It was great, but I don't live there because I don't actually want to be impressed all the time. In fact, most of the time, I'd rather not be impressed. Occasionally, sure, great. But a little goes a long way, if we're being honest. I'm also a musician, and years ago, I was introduced to this band that is probably the most impressive band I've ever seen in my life. Like literally the most impressive, you know, they, they have this saying that some musicians inspire you to practice and some musicians inspire you to quit. <laughs> and, and this was one of those kind of bands. They, I mean, you, you would watch them and go, there's no way I could ever achieve that. And at first, I'm impressed and I'm like, oh, but what I noticed after about the third song, I've had it. I've literally had it. I'm like, okay, can you please just, I, I can't listen to another song like this. It literally was too much information for my brain. And I got tired of it very quickly. And I also realized that I don't put that band in my regular playlist ever. And I began to analyze this. Why is that? Why am I not putting impressive music into my playlist? Because that's not really what I want day to day. But on the other hand, there are artists that are not impressive at all, at all. And yet they captivate me and they bring me back again and again. And they occupy my space and my listening and my times of just wanting to take in music again and again. I begin to really think about this and meditate on this because to me, that's fascinating. One of the comparisons that I make all the time are two very contrasting artists, both of which I love and grew up listening to, Michael Jackson and James Taylor. Yeah, and you might be saying those are two extreme different types of artists. Michael Jackson was extremely impressive. He had other qualities too. He wasn't just an impressive singer, but he was extremely impressive as an entertainer, as an artist, as a dancer, just extremely electrifying. And then you got James Taylor, who kind of vanilla, really. I mean, if you've listened to his music, you've heard one James Taylor, you've kind of heard all of them. He doesn't have a lot of variance in, in his music at all. I remember going to a Michael Jackson concert and it was the most electrifying experience I've ever seen in my life. It really was, it really was. And I remember walking away from that being so impressed. But the one thing I began to realize over time that while it was a very impressive concert, it didn't really leave a lasting impact on me as a person. And somehow there was something hollow about that experience. As electrifying and exciting as it was, it didn't make a lasting impact on my life. Now, let's flip over to James Taylor. I grew up listening to songs like You've Got a Friend and Fire and Rain. And later he wrote songs like October Road and he released a fantastic Christmas album. And most of the time, James Taylor, it's just him and an acoustic. I remember seeing him live as well on a, on a lawn 
in the summertime and he literally had nothing on the stage, no lighting crew, no band, nothing. Him, a stool, an acoustic guitar, and a microphone. And he would just sing. And it was basic, it was vanilla, but something miraculous happened at the end of every song. He would get a standing ovation after every single song. Michael Jackson maybe got one at the end. And, you know, sometimes people stand in a concert and they just kind of, it's a party and they'll stand. But he didn't get a standing ovation after every song, no matter all the lights and the, and the explosions and all that. People were excited. It was electrifying. But, in what, but what I observed on this lawn with James Taylor is he was doing something with the basicness of his craft and his skill that was depositing something. Maybe it was the lyrics he was singing. Maybe it was the humility of his, of his voice and the averageness of everything about him. I don't know what it is. But as I think about this, there are singers that impart, in other words, deposit something into our soul. And there's musicians and artists that just impress us. Maybe it's the difference between being narcissistic in our artistry versus being selfless in our artistry. If our goal in our presentation is to put something into somebody else, we have a greater opportunity for lasting impact into that person. So how do we capture this idea? How do we, how do we go from wanting to impress people to imparting to them? So probably one of the biggest adjustments that I've made to my own artistry and my own singing and my own speaking is to resist the desire to impress people and not approach it in a way of how can I impress them? How can I do something awesome? In fact, I have to eliminate the idea of how can I add value to myself? It's really more of a mindset that I have to, that I have to go into every time I get in front of people. My desire now, as I have uh, done this a few years, what can I give to that person? What can I deposit? What kind of hope? What kind of encouragement? What can I leave behind? So if you're a public speaker, if you're a singer, if you're an artist, the one thing that I want to leave you with in today's episode is the mindset change of transitioning from impressing to imparting. Begin to meditate on ways that you can leave something behind. Because if you get into a practice of leaving behind, offering yourself, offering your gift, and in many ways leaving it behind, that's when you can make a lasting impression onto the listener. It involves caring more about the receiver than the transmitter. I hope you caught that. The one receiving what you have. If you value them greater than the value that you could bring to yourself, you will begin to come up with ways to humble yourself and be humble so that in their minds you become lifted up. Because I believe through humility, we can make a tremendous impact. So I hope I've given you some food for thought, some things to think about. If you're listening on YouTube, 
don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and hit the bell notification if you want to be alerted of future episodes. And please, wherever you listen, rate and review the show. That helps us reach a wider audience. And I want to reach as many people and help them in their struggle to improve their voice as I possibly can. Again, thanks for joining me today, and I hope to see you again in future episodes. 